Watercolor with Wendy. And I'm going to try to come up with some easy to remember uh, triads or three words to start with the same letter that you can refer to when you're trying to figure out how to address a subject for painting. And they'll start with the A's. I've done some of the other letters that you, some of you know about with the three E's and the three I's, but we're going to go with A. And what would you want to remember when you're looking at something that you want to paint is you want to be aware of what's there. Now that seems like a simple idea, but awareness of what's there before you pick up the brush. There'll be plenty of adventure later, and that could be one of our A's uh, ahead if you first assess what's there. So assessment and awareness were first two A's before you take the third, which is action. So all too often, someone will look at a subject and go, that's a pretty mountain, or you know, that's a pretty flower, and just start painting. And you're going to be letting your most external, unaware part of yourself paint if you do that. You'll be thinking, oh, pretty flower, it's yellow, and you'll pick up the yellow paint. And then you'll think, well, I already painted the whole thing yellow. I'm, I'm just going to ignore the little bits of white or black or other colors. And it's too late with watercolor. You can't cover that up. It works better if you have an opaque medium, but it's still better if you assess uh, and be aware of what you're looking at. This is why in the first week of teaching class, I asked them not to paint after the first class and before the second one, but instead increase your awareness of your uh, vision of everything in the world. So you may have not have time to sit down and paint, and I don't want you to in the beginning, but you do have time, lots of time, when you're just waiting for something to happen or you're, you're even driving. If you're a good driver, you can just be more aware of your surroundings and assess. So early in my painting career, I spent a lot of time looking at clouds, for example, because it, I, it was very challenged. You know, I used to think, well, you just take the white paint and put it on a blue background, there, there's your cloud. That worked really well in elementary school, but not as a sophisticated, uh, mature, or hope-to-be painter. Now I'm looking at the edges of clouds, which are so fascinating. It changes from uh, hue to hue, a little bit of color here and there, even on a white cloud. And it, the edges change continually from soft to hard. There's a multiple uh, types of edges that you could do with watercolor. So that would be my assessment of clouds. And if you start looking at things around you, uh, the two examples I use in class are staring at a blank wall, which you know is painted a particular color let's say peach or, or navy blue or something, and then you start to notice uh, beyond the named color on the can of paint. So we, we try to eliminate names of colors when we're painters because there's no such thing as peach. There's no agreed upon peach color, and naming it does not help you dissect what is in it, which happens to be a mixture of red, yellow, and blue. And you have to figure that out if you're going to make the color instead of buying a can, a little jar of paint that says P 
peach on it and then just use it for all your peach colors. Like you did in kindergarten with your crayons. You go, okay, this is sky blue. Okay, I'll use it for the sky. But we're not doing that anymore. And so the final part of the three A's would be action. So withhold your action until you've made an analysis, another A, of what you're looking at. And by analysis, I don't mean... um, naming things like this is here's a tree here's some brown dirt here's some uh, green grass once you name all those things you start to not see them anymore instead you might want to uh, assess them in this way by translating everything that you see into things that a painter can do such as make hard edges soft edges everything in between which is more complex and the values how dark or how light the color is and of course hue which is the actual color so in shape so we, we're looking at shapes so you'll see shapes within and among your subject matter whether it's a photograph or it's a live action thing with a little flower in front of you or you're sitting by some mountains whatever it might be or a model also so your awareness of what you're going to be doing so you have a lot of planning you Watercolor can be very spontaneous because you're working with some active materials. That's the water moving things around the paper. But it requires more pre-thought. So even though you're going to change your mind during the painting as you go along and have new assessments of what's going on, you want to plan ahead. So I'm going to go step one, step two, so that you don't have to a lot of repair and clean up. So assessment and awareness of of your subject matter before you pick up that brush, which would be action. That's our A's for today.